The Sacramento Kings first preseason game couldn't have gone much better. The Kings destroy the Phoenix Suns. Wins and losses don't matter. It's about what you take away from the game. It's about questions being answered. And while we don't know everything about this Kings team after just one game, there is a lot to like, a lot to be optimistic about. We will talk about the Kings win over the Phoenix Suns. Plus, you'll hear from head coach Luke Walton, Harrison Barnes, and rookie Davion Mitchell on today's Locked on Kings podcast. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time, time for another episode of Locked On Kings. Hello and welcome to Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all offseason and all preseason too. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of your Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports media member, Sacramento Kings media member for the last seven years. This is my eighth season covering the Kings, formerly with KHDK Sports Radio in Sacramento, now with ABC10. And I actually have to apologize to start this uh, this show here today because I I clickbaited you a little bit with that title. No, Tyrese Halliburton is not the best player on the Sacramento Kings. That still very much is De'Aaron Fox. However, in the opener of the preseason against the Phoenix Suns inside the Golden 1 Center on Monday night, Tyrese Halliburton was the best player on the floor, and it was not close. Tyrese looked so good in this game. He was uh, moving well, playing well defensively. His distribution was elite. He had one moment in the third quarter that I had to tweet about and had to comment about. Uh, He attacks the basket, draws a crowd, draws three defenders, sees Buddy Heald somehow through those three defenders, standing in the corner wide open, uh, a a kickout pass right on the money, right into the slot uh, for Buddy Heald. And of course, for Buddy, when he gets that good a look, uh, more often than not, it is nothing but net. You look at the stat line for Tyrese and maybe you're not blown away by 11 points and five assists and five rebounds and one steal but it's just how efficient he was how comfortable he was how confident uh, he was and compare that to Tyrese's first preseason game his real his first NBA game last season or last preseason, right? You remember game one, how it took him a while to kind of get into the flow of things. He didn't look very comfortable. He admitted after the game that uh, like the lights were a little too bright for him. He got a little too nervous before the game playing against uh, some of those big names. I think it was against the Portland Trailblazers, if I'm not mistaken. So playing against guys like Damian Lillard, uh, it got to him a little bit. It took him a while to settle down. Now compare that Tyrese Halliburton to this Tyrese Halliburton, who's put on weight, who looks stronger, who's more confident, who's more comfortable. Tyrese, out of everybody, was absolutely the best player in this game. Now, De'Aaron Fox struggled a bit in this game here, but what is so encouraging to me is on a night where De'Aaron wasn't scoring, 
He didn't shoot the ball well. He shot three uh, of 12, uh, finished with just six points, did grab five rebounds, uh, or rather six rebounds, dish out three assists. So he was effective in other ways, and he still drew a crowd. You could see the Phoenix Suns had game planned for him, and they were doing a really good job staying in front of him, uh, switching, uh, crashing every time he would attack the basket. They did a very good job against De'Aaron Fox. And normally what we saw last season is games like this where De'Aaron shoots just like three of 12 or really struggles offensively, the Kings struggle offensively. And Sacramento was able to step up and and take advantage of the amount of attention that was on De'Aaron. And to De'Aaron's credit, he didn't try and force things. He tried to play his game. The defense was solid. He got his teammates involved. And he was still effective in basically every minute uh, that he was out there. He played 24 minutes uh, in this game. The king who played the most minutes was Tyrese Halliburton playing just under 24 and a half minutes. But to me, two major things stuck out. The first one is the chemistry of this team was very impressive to me. And I know that the large majority of this team is returning. This is a group uh, that has played together for a couple of years. They, they know how to play with one another, or at least have a good idea of one another. But it was guys like Davion Mitchell, how he fit in, Alex Len, uh, Tristan Thompson. Everybody who was new came in and made an impact and looked comfortable. This looked like a team that has played together for longer than just one preseason game. And I asked both Luke Walton about that. Actually, no, I asked Harrison Barnes about that, that chemistry and that cohesiveness that this team uh, brought into this game. You're going to hear him uh, talk about that later on in the podcast. That was number one that stuck out to me. And number two that stuck out to me was normally preseason games, they're, they're sloppy, they're a lot of rust teams are maybe a little excited young players make mistakes and Davion Mitchell did start this game with back-to-back turnovers so it looked like that was kind of going to be him figuring it out and growing pains and maybe that typical first NBA start but Davion uh, got more than comfortable we'll talk more about him uh, in just a second but overall the Sacramento Kings looked crisp they were moving the ball Uh, they were communicating well on both ends of the floor not just offensively they were communicating very well uh, defensively 24 assists 16 turnovers that's a number that can come down that was really the biggest negative from this game if you're really searching for a negative because it's like 95% positive uh, this game against the Phoenix Suns. But if you're searching from a negative or for a negative, the turnovers and taking care of the basketball uh, can be one of them to point out. But even with uh, 16 turnovers, the ball was moving well. The communication was there. Everything just looked sharp. Everything looked crisp, uh, which really stood out to me, especially in the first half of this game. Now, the Kings won 117 to 106. Wins and losses don't matter in preseason. Final score doesn't matter in preseason. But I will say, if you didn't catch the game because it was very hard to watch, um, The game wasn't that close. It wasn't that close at all. The Kings dominated this game. And the best number that I can give you from this game or or set of numbers is this. The Suns scored only 23 points in the first quarter. They scored only 24 points in the second quarter and scored only 24 points in the third quarter. Now, they did score 35 in the fourth. Uh, That was mainly garbage time minutes. The Kings had the end of their bench uh, in the game. But when the starters and main rotation played defensively, they were super super solid. I mean, 23, 24, and 24 in three of the four quarters, that's tremendous for this Kings team. Now, the Phoenix Suns, to be fair, they were not at full strength. Chris Paul did not play. Jay Crowder didn't play. Devin Booker didn't play. That's a big difference. That's a lot of scoring 
uh, on that Phoenix Suns roster that was missing. So I'm not going to say that the Kings held the defending uh, Western Conference champion Phoenix Suns uh, to 23, 24, and 24 at full strength. That, that wasn't the case, but still, regardless of who they're playing, putting up numbers like that defensively uh, in three out of the four quarters is a tremendous win. And a lot of that had to do with the play of Davion Mitchell. No surprise, Davion played as advertised again. When Davion's on the floor, good things happen. He was credited with only two steals, felt like he had 10. Uh, he was deflecting a lot of balls, did have a, a, a blocked shot. After those two turnovers to start the game, he didn't turn the ball over for the remainder uh, of the game. And he played 24 minutes uh, in this one, or just shy of 24 minutes. So after those blunders early on, he got more into the flow of the game which is great to see him bounce back. Also went three of eight from the field, one of four uh, from three-point range. And speaking of threes, Buddy Heald, he put up a lot of them, went four of 13 from three-point range, finished with 14 uh, total points, four rebounds, four assists. And Luke Walton uh, praised him and his efficiency coming off the bench. Now that's a role that I like Buddy Heald in coming off the bench. And the starting five for the Kings in this game was a De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes playing the three, which many believe is his most natural position. And when he started at the three for the majority of last season, he played really, really well. He was very solid in this game, finished with 18 points, but I think 12 or 14 of them came in the first half. He was lights out shooting the basketball uh, to start this game. Uh, and then Marvin Bagley and Rashawn Holmes, uh, finishing out the front court. So Buddy Heald comes in off the bench, plays a lot of minutes with Davion Mitchell. The two look like they played well together. We saw glimpses of the three-guard lineup, only got limited stretches or a, a small stretch, I think, in the third quarter of Fox, Halliburton, and Mitchell playing together. But we did see three-guard combinations of like Fox, Halliburton, and Heald, uh, Halliburton, and Mitchell, and, um, and, and like Terrence Davis. Like we saw different combinations of those three-guard lineups. Uh, so a lot to like there. I didn't want to talk about Marvin Bagley too really quickly because I've said on past podcasts that I'm not the biggest fan of him starting right away unless he impresses uh, in, in training camp. And one of the things I talked about with Jason Jones of The Athletic last week on Locked on Kings is the possibility of him playing and being that starting four consistently for this Kings team. And one thing Jason said is, if that's going to be the case, then he has to really play that stretch four role. So seeing him in the starting lineup, playing alongside uh, Rashawn Holmes, I wanted to see Marvin in that stretch four role. And in 20 and a half minutes or a little over that, uh, had a very efficient shooting game, six of nine from the field, went just one of four from three-point range, but he was getting a lot of open looks, shooting them with confidence, which is exactly uh, what I want to see. Rebounds, only five rebounds in 20 minutes. That's a number that I would like to see go up. No assists, no surprise there for Marvin. Did stay out of foul trouble. Defensively, he didn't look completely comfortable. There were some plays where he looked lost. He wasn't sure uh, where he was supposed to be when he was supposed to switch, but it did look like he was making the effort to communicate as his teammates were trying to communicate with him. Uh, and it also, there also were a couple of possessions that he got scored on that I thought he played good defense. There was a, a moment in the third quarter where uh, he was switched onto a son's guard. I can't remember who stayed in front of him, cut him off uh, a couple separate times trying to get to the basket, which is very good. We know Marvin has that athleticism and that quickness on the perimeter to be able to hold his own against guards who try and go by him uh, resulted in a step back three pointer uh, Bagley contested it shot went in. I have no gripes with Marvin Bagley in a defensive possession like that. So I saw that I wanted to make sure uh, I pointed that out. So it'll be interesting to see if Marvin is going to continue to, 
be a part of the Kings starting lineup uh, for the remainder of these three preseason games. We don't know if this is going to be the starting five. Uh, Luke Walton said not to read too much into it. And speaking of Luke Walton, you are going to hear from him, Harrison Barnes, and Davion Mitchell here coming up next. Before that, though, I want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on Kings is brought to you by Sleeper. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was just straight up broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense. It required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, assuming an even number of games played, or rather assuring, I can read, assuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more scheduled games to play in that week, those days are over, as are the days of mindless, daily, busy work. It's just like fantasy football. You prefer to build out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work? You're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You won't be disappointed. It's the best way to play fantasy basketball. Now, I know you couldn't watch the Sacramento Kings and Phoenix Suns preseason game on DirecTV tonight. In fact, I think the only televised Kings preseason game is going to be the final one against the Los Angeles Lakers in Sacramento. But don't you worry, because DirecTV Stream is a great place for you all season long to watch all of your Kings basketball, uh, to watch NBA, all sports action, football, uh, to watch movies that you love, to watch your favorite TV shows. DirecTV Stream is the best way to put that all together all in one place so you don't have to juggle a bunch of remotes. You don't need a, a bunch of different apps or devices. It's all on DirecTV Stream. And the best part about DirecTV Stream is that there is no annual contract. The worst part about television, they got rid of that. No contract. You can cancel anytime. You don't have to juggle remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. Get rid of the clutter and the confusion. Get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device is required. Content varies by package. So let's hear from Sacramento Kings head coach Luke Walton after the Kings preseason win over the Phoenix Suns. Had some great things to say. He opens up his press conference talking about playing in front of a semi-full building of Kings fans again. It was a lot of fun having fans back in in the arena tonight it felt you know i know we got to a little bit at the end of the season but it was um you know this this game is a lot more fun when the fans are in the building so uh it was nice nice having them back in here um overall i'd say i'm really pleased with the defensive intensity we we played most of the game with uh as far as where we were trying to pick the ball up the communication level a lot of the stuff that we've been seeing in camp um we saw again tonight which was good uh, but uh, still a lot to clean up on. We missed a lot of low man rotations. Um, I think we gave up six offensive rebounds in the second half. So uh, it, it's good to be able to get some film against other guys, though, so we can start uh, breaking that down and showing it to the players tomorrow. Luke, did that go when you thought about what you were going to be focused, singularly focused on through so many things in this game? Did that go just about as good as, as it could have for you guys? Well, it, it was good because we did, did we did a lot of positives tonight. Um, but it, it's also good because you learn from your mistakes more so uh, than anything. So to to go out there against another team and show when we had breakdowns on the low man or when we didn't crack back 
Uh, you know, De'Aaron and Tyrese did a really nice job of defensive rebounding tonight, uh, which is a huge challenge towards both of them, uh, Davion and Buddy. Uh, but those two did a really nice job defensive rebounding tonight. So to, to be able to go in and show what it looked like good and what it looked like when we, we leaked out like Ty did a couple times in the second half is what uh, more so than anything uh, what I'm excited about. And just a thought on Davion, uh, did you notice – no, I didn't see um, I didn't see any jitters from him. Uh, I thought he played a, a very good game. He definitely, um, you know, he, he did again tonight what he's been doing ever since we've had him. And, and that's really um, just playing a, a, a solid winning brand of basketball. And uh, it was great to see, uh, like I said, great to see it against other people other than just us uh, at training camp every day. The three guard sets, it seems like you almost have an unlimited like sort of mix that you can switch it up and, and do. Do they give you just about a little of everything? Each of the different players have such a different look, but it seems like they all seem to complement each other. They do. And it's um, it's a big challenge to them because it's, you know, we want I want those guys on the court uh, a lot this season. Uh, you know, the combination of them. Um, and, you know, I've told them individually and as a group, like I can play you guys as much as we can defend and rebound the basketball. Because on offense, we're going to be really good. If it's Buddy, Ty, Davion, uh, De'Aaron, TD, like any of those combinations offensively is going to be really good. Uh, but we can only play it if we can get stops, play defense and rebound. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that was a long answer. And I not even really answering your question, but yeah, Ty is playmaking and shooting. Buddy is elite shooter. Davion's toughness, grit, um, you know, taking charges and hitting big shots. And, and you know, De'Aaron is the, the head of our snake. He, you know, he averaged 25 and seven last year. So uh, there, there is, uh, it's a nice compliment. Yeah, Coach Wall, just one question. Uh, Buddy Hill just wanted to get your thoughts on how you play tonight. And uh, is there something that, you know, you need in this spot, to, uh, to do these many different things like he did tonight. Yeah, Buddy was great. I thought defensively he gave a great effort. I thought a lot of those shots he got were good, clean looks that we want him taking. Um, I thought he made good, quick decisions. You know, he had a nice corner skip pass to TD when they were fronting Alex in the post. He had a nice lob to Marvin. Um, so the way we, uh, we need not only Buddy, but our whole team to play, uh, I thought uh, Buddy really uh, played a, a great game uh, tonight. And really, if he has that type of those type of looks, most nights he's going to end up with 20 plus points. So uh, pleased with his performance. And Luke, you talked about uh, the, what you've been seeing in, in training camp to this point. Has the group looked that sharp and, and cohesive, especially for a preseason game? Have they looked like that in practice or did that surprise you a little bit tonight? It didn't surprise me, but, the, the, you know, it's tough in practice, right? We're encouraging them to be physical, to get in the ball. We got, you know, for the most part, we have our own coaches refing, and I'm telling them not to call fouls. So we want it a, a little uh, scrappy, a, a little, um, you know, we want practice to be on edge. So uh, it was nice to see it more clean and a more organized setting tonight, but um, I, I, I'm not really surprised by it, and I, I'm, I'm pleased with how we played. Um, but I hope, and, and I'm sure our guys do understand, like it's, we're, we're still, we got a long way to go. 
going back to Tyrese's first preseason game, he he admitted afterwards that I mean, being under the lights that first game, playing against that competition, um, it was a lot to to soak in uh, compared to tonight, looking like one of the best players on the floor. What is the biggest difference that you're noticing, uh, even from last season to the start of this season with Tyrese? Well, I think physically, you know, it's the, you know, you notice the body is starting to change for him. He's really dedicated himself this offseason to the weight room. Um, and, you know, it, it's he, he's a he's a natural leader and we want him. I want him way more engaged in, in running the offense and um, getting out and transition and, and making those highlight plays that uh, he, he loves to make. So. Um, you know, the, the progress has come with him being comfortable, understanding what he needs to work on still, uh, getting bigger and stronger. Uh, and then we need him to continue to look to expand uh, his personality into our team. Really an even keeled Luke Walton in that press conference, which surprises nobody. Luke is the same pretty much after a win as he is after a loss. Doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. Recognizes uh, the building blocks, the importance of what we saw uh, in this preseason game, the positives as well as the negatives. Uh, I believe very much that this Kings team is going to work very hard in practice uh, over the next couple of days cleaning up those turnovers. I expect the Kings to do a better job taking care of the basketball uh, when they play the Clippers in Los Angeles in their second of four preseason games. So great stuff there from head coach Luke. Well, now let's hear from one of the players, Harrison Barnes, we know uh, is a fantastic leader for this Kings team. He talks about his good game, the play of Davion Mitchell, the three guard lineups, the play of uh, Tyrese Halliburton, a lot of good stuff uh, from the Kings vet. You know, we were happy to be playing against somebody else. (laughs) I think that was... That was the biggest thing, you know, we've been competing a lot against each other and, um, you know, I think we were kind of ready to kind of put it together and, you know, we had some, we had some bright moments, but still a lot of things that we can improve on. So definitely trying to just take advantage of these next three and uh, this practice time. Did you have to identify maybe one of those moments of the things you need to work on right off the bat? I think just our communication and pick and roll. I think that, you know, every team was running pick and roll. Um, You know, us just continuing to be tight in that. What our coverages are, obviously we're experimenting with, you know, there's different lineups and things like that, but just getting used to just being tight with that. Hey, Harrison, speaking of uh, the communication, were you surprised at all or impressed by the chemistry of this group? It looked like a group that even with the new guys has been playing together for a lot longer than one preseason game. Yeah, I think I said it, um, you know, when I did the when I did the media scrum with you guys before the season, you know, I think that time in September um, you know, it was really beneficial for us, you know, just kind of getting together, playing pickup, um, establishing that chemistry. So when we got to camp, that wasn't like the first time that, you know, everyone was together. Um, so I think we're in a, we're in a good starting place um, right now. But like I said, just really trying to, uh, you know, maximize this time, right? You only get, you know, four preseason games. You know, we have some more practice time, but really trying to just, you know, hammer home some things to, to put ourselves in a good position to start off the season. Typically in preseason games, it, it can get sloppy at times, get a little ugly, a lot of rust, but it looked pretty crisp tonight. Was that a focus point for your team trying to take care of the basketball coming into this game, or was it just how how the ball bounced tonight? Absolutely. I mean, coming into games, you know, you can't control, you know, made, made, made or missed shots, right? But what we can't control is our defensive effort, our communication, and, you know, our turnovers. And so really kind of focusing on that because those are areas where, we had a little bit of slippage last year. It ended up being a lot of lost games. Um, so we, that was a big emphasis for us. Harrison, on the defensive end, you guys looked a lot better, a lot more active. Is it just the sort of the roster construction, or do you guys just have a new mindset this season? 
specifically on the defensive end? Just starting off with the sense of urgency, um, not allowing a team to get comfortable, allowing a team to deliver that first hit, and then us recoiling, getting down 15, and then trying to respond, right? Trying to do a better job of starting off games um, with more of a defensive focus of just saying, okay, look, we need to put our imprint on this game. Just one question out here. So just want to get your thoughts, you know, about the guard play tonight. I know these guys over the past few weeks been talking about playing, uh, you know, with three guys. Uh, how do you see that, you know, really seeing that in front of the fans, how that's gelling out? What did it look like to you tonight? I thought it was great. I mean, I mean, the guys, I mean, they're all, you know, Fox, Tyrese, Davion, I mean, all, you know, smart players. Um you know, obviously, you know, I think Davion, you know, for, you know, being a rookie and, you know, kind of the first time playing in front of the fans, I thought, you know, he did a great job of just being poised defensively, you know, having an impact on the game and, you know, just being ready to just just jump right in. HB, I'll ask you just to elaborate on that. I mean, what what did you like about what you saw from Davion? And did it seem to you guys like there was more disruption defensively when, when he came into the game and, and, you know, what's it like to see a rookie come in and be able to kind of set a tone like that? Yeah, no, it was great. Um, you know, obviously, you know, your first time being out there, you know, you can have jitters and, you know, the, the game can be moving fast, especially at the point guard position. There can be a lot of things that can be thrown at you. And I thought he did a good job with just, you know, playing within himself, um, you know, defensively being active, um, offensively, you know, being confident in his shots, um, in his pace, you know, getting to where he wanted to go. And, um, you know, it's just building on it from there for him. You're going to hear from Davion Mitchell here in just a second. Before that, I want to let you know that today's Locked On Kings podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Every bar is covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. Not only are they delicious, they are healthy for you. They come in a bunch of amazing flavors like coconut, uh, cherry, raspberry. My favorite is mint brownie, double chocolate. They have a new um, cookie dough bar that I just tried that I absolutely love. Challenge mint brownie as my favorite but i think mint uh, is still up there and you can try all these flavors right now by ordering a mixed box on built.com they'll send you a bunch of these different flavors you can try them out and then once you pick your favorites like i have you can then go back to built and build your own box pick the flavors that you want they will be sent to you and when you do that make sure you use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off but check this out not only these bars delicious. Like I said, they're healthy, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Davion Mitchell looked comfortable with the exception of those uh, those first couple possessions where he turned the ball over a couple of times. Davion looked very solid in his first preseason game. Uh, he talks about how his teammates helped him, gave a lot of support uh, to his teammates, or a lot of the credit, rather, to his teammates for supporting him in this first game. There's also a great video that I retweeted. Uh, the Kings tweeted it out. I'm sure you'll find it on Instagram and Facebook as well, assuming Facebook is, is back and not crashed again. Um, but you can go onto my Twitter account at Matt George sack. You can find the video that I retweeted. Uh, Davion was the in arena, uh, post game interview with uh, PA announcer, Scott Moak, who is the voice on the intro of the locked on Kings podcast. Uh, and he, uh, suddenly is interrupted by Tristan Thompson, just like buddy healed was interrupted by Tristan Thompson during his press conference. Something tells me that's a part of the personality of Tristan, but Tristan uh, celebrates with him, calls him his rook, gives him some kind words there for the fans in attendance. Go and check out that video. And now take a listen to what the rookie Davion Mitchell had to say after his official kind of NBA debut. 
Yeah, for mine, I was kind of nervous at the beginning, um, but I kind of got it out the way after those first couple turnovers. But um, my team helped me pick it up um, throughout the game. Tristan told me keep playing my game. Um, it's going to come to you. So, yeah, they did a really good job with me out there. Yeah, those first two turnovers, it, uh, it seemed like you found yourself on the defensive end, which helped you on the offensive end. Do you find that with yourself? Because that's usually opposite for most players. Yeah, I try to do that. I mean, every game that I, I go into, um, you're not going to have an on-night, especially offensively every game. You've got so many games, you're not always going to hit shots. But defensive end, you always can put that effort in and play hard, and that's what I try to do out there. Can you just talk about the impact uh, you had defensively? I mean, you, you could clearly see you guys were, were pretty disruptive when you got out there. I think you finished uh, plus 20, which is a team high tonight. Um, I know that's your calling card, but to get out there uh, against NBA-level players and, and to be able to see it translate here, what just what are your, your first thoughts on, on your first time out? Yeah, uh, just credit to my teammates, man. They did a really good job of um, having my back out there, talking to me. Um, being there when, when I messed up, um, covering for me, we all was kind of connected out there. And I think that's why defensively we was really good because we stayed connected. We we're talking, but we just st still got to do a better job of cleaning stuff up. Luke said that the three guard sets, he's going to let you guys do that as long as you guys rebound and you play defense. Um, do you feel like there's so many different looks that you can give teams just because of the different types of guards that you have? Yeah, especially because um, we got a lot of good players, a lot of good guards who all can make plays, make shots. Um, but like Luke said, we got to do the little things of guarding and, and rebounding because, I mean, we're going to be, we got smaller guards on our team. So we got to do those little things if we want to be able to win games. Scott, one question, David. Um, playmaking. I mean, when you got, you know, you will have the three guard offense, you know, offense time of the season. But we'll, we'll talk about, you know, just having, Three guys out there, you know, who can make plays at, at any given time, like we saw tonight. Um, and specifically, you know, I'm talking about you, De'Aaron and uh, Howard. Yeah, it, it makes it makes it harder to guard, um, especially because um, I feel like we all can shoot the ball, we all can play make, um, we all also can defend. So it makes us hard to guard because I mean, you cannot, you're not standing on one person. Oh, he's only a shooter. He can drive to the basket. He can make plays. Um, so, I mean, that's all our guards. All our guards can make plays. Um, that's what I like about this team. Lots of like from Davion Mitchell, man. I'm excited to be able to actually get to the Golden 1 Center, watch him play again in person. Saw him a couple times in the California Classic, but he looks even more polished and more comfortable uh, than he did at that time. And there are going to be many a standing ovation inside the Golden 1 Center when he uh, – creates a defensive stop, picks someone up full court with defense. We just saw it on display, and, and the way he plays, he plays so hard regardless of if it's a preseason game uh, or the, uh, the the and finals of the NCAA championship. So the Kings got an absolute gamer in Davion Mitchell. Love what I saw from him. Uh, still has plenty to work on, of course. Still a rookie, still uh, going to be developing as this year goes on. I'm very anxious to see how he's able to sustain uh, his play and the effort that he plays with throughout an 82-game season. I'm hoping he doesn't get injured or anything like that. Those are just lessons that he's going to have to learn. But as for tonight, very little to complain about when it comes to the rookie Davion Mitchell. I want to hear your thoughts about this Kings win over the Phoenix Suns, your thoughts on the preseason opener, uh, positive takeaways, any negatives that you have, how you're feeling now after that preseason game. Again, don't get too high and don't get too low, but it's easy to be encouraged, to say the least.
by what the Kings did against Phoenix to open up the preseason. So let me know at Matt George Sack on Twitter. You can email me mattgeorgesports at gmail.com. Uh, and feel free if you're watching on YouTube to leave your thoughts in the comment section down below. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Locked On Kings podcast. Tomorrow, I'm going to be joined by one of the hosts of the Locked On Clippers podcast. We're going to preview the Kings and Clippers preseason game. We're also going to talk about the possibility of the Clippers being a team that maybe falls out of the playoff picture in the Western Conference because of Kawhi Leonard expected to miss so much time recovering from his ACL injury, I believe it was. I know that's the Paul George uh, show there in, in LA right now, and they have still a lot of talent on that roster. We're going to get a better idea of what this LA Clippers team is going to be and if they potentially could be giving up a playoff spot that the Kings might try and swoop in and take. So that's all coming on the next Locked on Kings podcast. I have more great guests coming for you later on in the week as well. Uh, let's enjoy the preseason together. Make sure you join me on the next episode. Until then, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to Locked On Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.